0: To the Saturday Night Live After Party. This week, we'll be discussing season 46, episode 20 of SNL with host, Anya Taylor Joy, and musical guest, Lil Nas X. I'm Catherine Coleman, and I am joined this week by Steve Finn and Charlotte O'Tremba. If you'd like to connect with any of us, you can do so at snlpodcast.com. Enjoy these selected highlights from this week's discussion if you'd like to watch our full-length, ad-free, sketch-by-sketch review, you can find it exclusively on Patreon and Subscribestar slash SNLpodcast. It's our supporters that make this show possible, and we are so thankful to everyone who's already come on board. All right, here we go. So the season finale of season 46, I can't believe we're finally here. Can y'all? No,
1: it's it's been such a ride. Holy <laughs> jumpins, And here we are at the end of it. I can't wait to get into it.
0: Yeah, it feels like it was. It, it feels like it flew by, but it also feels like it was six years long. Like it is both of those things.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely was two very different times. You know, mm-hmm. the heavy, heavy, deep depths of COVID times. And mm-hmm. then two, we can sort of taste a post-COVID life. So. We went through, yeah. all, went through it all.
0: Yeah, and there were yeah. kind of two distinct parts of the season. There was like election and then like the fun second half of the season. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we get you know, too far into analyzing the full season, we got a whole finale we have to cover. So are you all ready to get into it? We got Let's a whole
1: finale. It. Let's do all it. All right.
0: Bill Cosby is just the first of many. Problematic bookings on this episode of Hollywood Squares from 1998. This was a, uh, fun little retro game night, which is our second retro game night of the season. And Charlotte, uh, how'd you feel?
2: Yeah. I thought this was fun. Uh, you know, it was kind of light, kind of made you nostalgic for the nineties. Uh, it was fun. I, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to hear what you guys think. I felt like. Bill Cosby should have been last. (laughs) Maybe. I think think he was like the worst of the crew there. True. Of everybody they cut out, I feel like it would have gotten more laughs with Bill if he was last because they had the most, there were the most comments about him, like how Baby Spice says this whole line, you know, this whole like speech about how great and everybody's like, you're so great. So, yeah. Yeah, he's,
0: He's, like, the most heightened example of, like, omitting someone. But at the same time, he's also the clearest example. So it was probably an easier end than starting with, like, Jeff Dunham.
2: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We immediately knew what the game was once we started Mm -hmm. with Bill. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. I guess that would be my only thing. And so then the only while it's funny that everybody keeps getting eliminated you do miss those joke lines. Right. You know, like you're like waiting (laughs) Mm -hmm. for like all these amazing writers in there and then like, you know, everybody's gone. So that, yeah. So (laughs) it was really funny and I loved the game. I felt like maybe it could have just, it needed like one more big punch of heightening or I just Mm -hmm. was craving some more lines.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I wish they would have found a second gear to not just omitting them, but maybe. You know, maybe, maybe they, they substitute someone else in. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But, uh, cause that, that's fun. And I was enjoying every time they omitted someone and they did change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a, a new level would have been really nice. Uh, but, but I enjoyed this for the sake of the commentary because I like doing the retro game shows. And this is a very different take on the retro game show that we saw earlier this season. But both of them have this in common that we're looking at eighties and nineties through this current day lens and how how are we going to see this now and i think that's really really fun um you know and obviously there's this cultural thing of man it's really starting to feel like everyone's a monster no one's safe um so you know what is going to be left to watch from the 90s by the time we're done i agree Um, that
2: is such great commentary i think (laughs) it was it was sending that message as well
0: yeah yeah so i i think this is good and i i'm excited for retro game game show network to be a recurring thing i want to see all the different ways that they can go with this because i think there are plenty more um ways to look at it and ways to use that lens and to have really really fun stuff so i'm a fan uh steve did you enjoy it
1: oh of course uh you know i grew up in the 90s i loved the 90s right? uh <laughs> You got to give props to the, the costume department
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you got to give costumes to the props <laughs> department. Ah,
0: worka, worka. You make that joke every time. And I <laughs> love it every time.
1: <laughs> the, uh, the sketch I thought was great. You know, it was a funny uh, thing to, you know, have to view older uh, content through a, a more progressive lens from, from present times, you know, Mm -hmm. There's fun ways that they can break apart. I think they found a great way to do that. I questioned some of the, just the uh, pacing uh, choices they made. There was a shot uh, before pretty much anything got started that showed like every single celebrity on the celebrity Mm -hmm. square. And I was like, huh? Okay. I just saw Bill Cosby. Yeah. I just saw Bill Cosby in the middle. I just saw, okay, there's Jared Fogle. Um, uh, it is a chance for you to see Roseanne who does get does not get mentioned in the sketch, but she's she's there as one of the celebrities as well. But like it kind of gave it away. And when mm-hmm. they hard cut to Bill Cosby, I had already seen him. So that, you know, laugh for me at home for being like, oh, it's Bill Cosby. That might have been, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a little bit more punchier. So yeah. it didn't seem like it was a mistake. It seemed like a deliberate cut to mm-hmm. the square. So, yeah, that leaves me with questions. Uh,
0: yeah, because I think, I mean, that's how, because there's there's this thing that it's tricky when you're doing sketch, especially a parody, because you want it to be as close to the real thing as possible. Right. And I think that exact situation is where it's hard because that's how the real show opens. You see the squares. Um, but sometimes you have to say, for the sake of the joke, we're going to intentionally make it a little bit less like the original thing.
1: Uh-oh. Damn, Catherine, <laughs> you, you are probably right.
0: She right. Yeah. She right. <laughs> you know, I did my best. Um, but <laughs> so that is luckily I was far enough away from my television that I I only made out Bill Cosby and I could not see anybody else because I'm blind.
2: Second <laughs> time I watched it, I definitely paused <laughs> so mm-hmm. I could see all. Uh,
0: another fun little <laughs> thing is when at the end when it cuts back and they're all blurred out. The full square wasn't blurred, so you could see them sneaking offset behind the blurred part, which was just a fun little Totes. thing to pick up.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looked like a little SNL ad firm.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Hollywood Squares uh, hits and misses, but I think overall fun enough. So let's keep going. Dad ruins prom when he blows off his little d with his big gun. <laughs> this, I loved this. Steve, did you enjoy it?
1: of course i enjoyed it
0: <laughs> what's not to enjoy
1: well as a man i can tell you uh there's there's some something called empathy pain so
0: <laughs> well technically sympathy pain right because i assume you have never shot your d- off uh no would be no <laughs> fingers
2: crossed
1: <laughs> never this so, is
0: Steve's way of telling us some <laughs> bad news. It was a
2: long pause, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Something you want to tell the viewers at <laughs> home?
1: I'm just going to slide this box of bits to the side. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, did you love the uh, the cinematography of this. It was so mm-hmm. well shot with like this beautiful lens distortion that gave it that mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I'm going to prom, like dream come true. Uh, mm-hmm. uh aesthetic.
0: Yeah, and the lighting was really selling that as well.
1: Yeah. Beautiful uh lenses and beautiful flare coming through the window. Uh mm-hmm. the whole thing just was like really well done. Um yeah.
0: shout out to uh Paul Briganti directed it. So
1: yeah. Out. Yeah. Beautiful shots. And uh <laughs> I I just love that. And and SNL is so good at selling these moments visually one way and then uh, content wise selling you something different and, and mm-hmm. that disagreement in your head getting both streams is like, it, it just forces you to laugh hard mm-hmm. because, uh, that's the only way to compute it. So like right. this, this touching, tender moment that's been sprayed with blood and, and bits, uh, have, uh, you know, it, it's, it's some of the most brilliant stuff I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. I um I also loved it. I thought this was a big standout. Um, like you said, directed beautifully. I, we've called out Pop Borganti, I think on almost every episode this season, uh, he's doing incredible work. Uh, seems like a real nice he guy. Not,
1: he is not paying us. We swear. He is
0: not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but listen, we'd love to work with you, <laughs>
0: Listen, Paul, if you ever want to be here, um. <laughs> No, and then this is actually written by Andrew Dismukes. Um you know, we know he was he was a writer for a few seasons before he became a cast member, and that guy is just so funny and he's so good at tapping in. He's from um I think he might be originally from Louisiana, but he grew up in Texas. Could be wrong. Definitely southern, western, midwestern guy, and is really, really good at tapping into those tropes. Like, Dad with a shotgun, I'm familiar. I've seen this before. <laughs> like, um <laughs> And that is just so funny and such a great direction to take it. And my favorite part of this was all of the back and forth and the repetition that could have so easily gotten old, but was funny every time. Like, just don't have sex. We're going to. But okay. <laughs> but we won't. No, 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 don't. Okay. But we will though. And, th- and th- I mean, they did that for a solid minute, <laughs> which is a really long yeah. time in a sketch. So. I thought this was amazing, and everyone was flawless in their roles. Like, Beck's the perfect stupid uh, dad. 80s, a, plays a great mom. Heidi and Andrew sold being teenagers perfectly. I loved every part of this.
2: <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, I mean, this was my favorite sketch of the mm-hmm. night by far. It was hilarious. I watched it three times, made my boyfriend watch it <laughs> two more times with me. I was like, this is the sketch.
0: <laughs> this is the one. <laughs>
2: this is the one. Um, yeah, I, I was, I would agree with you with the writing I, so good, but I also think to your point, Beck just goes to like 150 <laughs> and it's just so funny in the hospital bed. Like, Oh, but mm-hmm. you're going to try really hard, right? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's like that perfect mix of like the, the dad who's used to everything working out cause he's going to mm-hmm. do it his way and it's going to work out all the way to the end. And then I also thought. You know, as the teenagers, Andrew, I mean, the fact that he wrote it and then acted in it so well as playing kind of like the douchey teenage son, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, who has like the girlfriend that he's having sex with all the time. I don't know. I thought it I just thought the whole thing worked so well. And then showing the cooler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was blurred out, right?
2: It was blurred out mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. But then I, props to Anya. <laughs> Her, I mean, her reactions, mm-hmm. you know, her her response to saying, mm, no, we're not going to be able to do anything with that. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Mm-hmm.
1: Just I, so I love, good. Yeah. I love it because, you know, they're making fun of it because everybody considers it. Well, not everybody, but many consider it a, a very tacky move, you know, to make this right. joke. And it's so brilliant to just have someone who thinks that f- that's funny trying to explain why that's funny. Yes, But in the urgency of weird. the situation where they're <laughs> right. like bleeding out there where what one thing once was, you know, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a it's a f- very funny situation.
0: This was uh, pretty near perfect in my book. So I agree. All right. Well, let's talk about Judge Janine Pirro does things her way. And by her way, I mean, literally swimming in wine. What That's an ending, uh, <laughs> Steve. Did you like it?
1: Oh man, I love this. It's like she was uh, going to do it for the last time. That might be mm-hmm. part of why you're feeling that way, because it felt like she was like s- savoring the moments of playing Jeanine Pirro. Just yeah, it uh, felt like a,
0: a send off.
1: Yeah, there was just like like it's always great, but there was so much care this time around, um, and so much oomph mm-hmm. that. Uh, Felt so effortless. Like she's always pulling it off, but like this time she almost, it, it was just coming from her diaphragm, like she was Jeanine Pirro or something. It was, uh, it was amazing to see. And she must have practiced with that wine glass because I don't think she missed a shot at Joe's. No, she didn't. It was no. amazing. Che dries a bone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe's. Just without even. Looking. every single shot.
2: <laughs> Incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah. Without looking that was uh yeah but hey let's let's just applaud them for for going all out with the big box of wine and having her just like basically not be able to be in the show anymore by being drenched in a red (sighs) fluid uh yeah yeah such a fun time this was a highlight and she committed she committed and it made this
0: i this was (laughs) the best Janine Pirro appearance. And I love all of them. And I love how they've heightened. You know, she started out like spitting wine on him and then she like threw it up on him. And now she's just sloshing it and getting into a whole thing. Like, I think this was amazing. And Cecily gave it her all. When she went fully underwater, I lost my mind. I thought, hold on. Is she actually, is she just going to disappear? Is she not going to come back up?
2: You okay down there?
0: (laughs) Um, I I just loved this was perfect. I loved yeah. everything about it. I thought it was phenomenal and Cecily was amazing. And if this is a send-off, it's it's a good one to go out yeah. on.
1: It's certainly a crescendo. I don't know how it can mm-hmm. get any bigger. Like I was almost distracted by the wine glass that I, you know, might have missed a line or two just because I was mm-hmm. watching that thing swing around. So much yeah. just chaos.
2: Definitely. She so was sh- Charlotte big win big big win agree with everything you all have said I mean she nails the impression already she's such an amazing impressionist and Mm -hmm. has turned it into her own character and yeah if I don't know who wrote it if she did or um or this how they decided to choose the song and I mean it was just it was perfect so (laughs) well done Uh, I loved it. I loved it. And if it's her final, it was an amazing final.
0: If you want to see our full sketch-by-sketch review, search for SNL After Party on Patreon or Subscribestar.com. So let's talk about our overall ratings. First up, this moment of the night. Charlotte,
2: what is it? Cecily Strong. I did it my way. Which part of it? The final, like, dunk in the, in the, Big box of wine, or just one of the other tosses back at Joe's. Yeah. Cause those were spot on. Like you guys said, that aim was unreal. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go with the final dunk as well. Like when she started to sink down, I thought, there's no way she's going all the way under. And then she did it. Girl did it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, talk about heightening. She, she, she went all the way under the wine. <laughs> um, and I loved it. That, that really, really cracked me up, and I, I was thrilled. Steve, what's your moment?
1: My moment was uh, the little portion of the uh, shotgun to the genital sketch, where he's trying to convince them not to have sex uh, out of respect for his condition, <laughs> and their <laughs> sorry not sorry response of um, "We'll do it, but we won't do it." <laughs> Right, (laughs) like it was, it was almost surreal. Uh, The first of all, the amount of times it's repeated, but being that honest while trying to sound like you're going to do it, Mm -hmm. it's just a weird, weird way to say no to someone.
0: Right, as if you're going to, but okay,
1: you're saying no,
0: saying no with a smile.
1: You're delivering no as a yes, basically. Yeah, yeah, but we will.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great moment.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. Let's talk about Best Sketch, Charlotte. Prom photo. Period oh, the end. Okay. Well, yeah, do I need <laughs> to say more?
2: <laughs> I mean, we already so, talked about it. <laughs> that's true.
0: We have talked about it pretty extensively. Um it's really good. Um I'm actually torn between Prom photo and Janine Piero. Um and I think mm. I know Steve, you you sometimes don't like to give it to a update feature. This was a pretty involved update feature though.
1: It had blocking, it had props.
0: It did. It did. Yeah.
2: A hell of a lot of props.
0: Or I'm really props. torn. I'm really, really, truly torn. Let's go with prom because it is, it is a, um, true, uh, sketch by the classical definition. And it's really, really good. And I think, um, will be very, very rewatchable for years to come and yeah, still be relevant. I agree. So yeah, that one that near, a near perfect sketch. So I agree. Uh, prom it is. Steve, are you going to make it unanimous? No. Nope, you're going to go with the other one. I know what the it is.
1: The movie.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to go with the Celtic women.
2: Celtic. No, uh, Celtic yeah, sorry. Celtic. <laughs> sorry.
1: Curse that basketball team for ruining the pronunciation forever. <laughs> I'll never forgive them.
0: <laughs> but nonetheless, it is the movies.
1: The movies. Absolutely. Uh, I liked that it was too long. Okay. I liked that it was just undeserving of the screen time that it somehow conned its way into something to do with uh, I guess undershooting the show and saying we need to stretch the the vin maybe but maybe it it made it better <laughs> <laughs> and to put it as the last bit of the finale <laughs> of the show oh there's, there's everything perfect about this.
0: It's also interesting that it was so long, and it's the ten to one, which usually gets chopped up a good bit. So, all right, well the the movies it is. Let's talk about MVP. Who are you giving it to, Charlotte?
2: I really struggled with this. I might go with Beck. Mm-hmm. That's a good. It, just because it's like multiple, like there are there are definitely others that crushed in their sketch. But he crushed in multiple sketches, like really mm-hmm. did. So yeah. I, I'm i going to give it to Beck. I'm going I, back.
0: I think that's a fair pick. You know, he was he was the lead in the prom one. He led the movies. He was in the bra one. Yeah. Um,
2: And was great in all of them. Mm-hmm. And, and very distinct characters.
0: Yeah. I, I considered Beck as well. And then. But I ultimately am torn between AD and Cecily.
2: I see I had both of those down too. I wish I could show you my <laughs> notebook. Yeah. Because A D was all for- over the place. Yeah. Um
0: she was great as the mom in the prom sketch. She was yes. she was a good angel in the heaven one. Um, of course in Celtic Women. Wow. Then we had leading the brawl sketch, the NYU panel. I mean, she was really, really heavy in this show and doing great work. Yeah. And then you have Cecily, who made the play. Uh, You know, She wasn't in that much other stuff, but that Janine Biro bit was so good. I'm going to give it to Cecily. It's got to be Cecily. Give it to her. Give it to Um, her. Yeah. I mean, a performance to die for. So she deserves it. She earned it big time. Steve, who's it going to be?
1: Well, I got good news for you, folks, because I think the top three are going to get recognition because I'm going with little baby 80.
0: Little
1: baby 80. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, I want to pick both Beck and Cecily at the same time because of how great mm-hmm. the performances they did were. But uh, 80, just had so much to do. Mm-hmm. And she was my favorite part of the cold open. I think her jokes were the best. I loved uh, how she delivered them. The holding the breath for 10 seconds was a great line. And yeah, we just got. Her running the show so, uh, so often with the Brar and the NYU and, uh, just so much presence from her. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just really liked what she gave me while she was out there. So, hey, I could give it to the two that you, one of the two that you guys did, but why do that when we can honor all three? I think the three top performers of the night.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we all landed somewhere different. Like we all agreed that those were the three picks. <laughs> but we all voted different ways. That's beautiful. Ah,
1: that's beautiful, man.
0: Okay. The big one on a scale of classic, great, decent, weak, or train wreck. Charlotte, how would you rate this episode?
2: Okay. So I know you guys get annoyed because I always am very kind in my rankings, but I will say I, considering I usually don't like the cold open, just going to be honest. I really loved the cold open this week. Mm -hmm. There were a few dud sketches, but nothing that bad. Thought the musical guest worked. I liked Anya, didn't love Anya as a host. Not in life. I as a person, as a person. <laughs> um, I'm. I was kind of between decent or great, but I think because of those really great finale moments, like the joke swap, the Janine Pirro, I loved the movies, and I loved, um prom photo I'm gonna give it a great yeah
0: yeah I think this is a solid great Mm -hmm. um it definitely gets above decent in my book because it has most really only one sketch that I didn't like Mm -hmm. and and then everything else you know was it was maybe the hot it was high end of middle of the road or I really loved it but everything worked and everybody delivered great performances a cold open I actually really loved strong update fantastic features on update and just a really good finale um you know it, mm-hmm. it's not a classic because there were a few misses it wasn't an iconic episode but i thought it was really really great and i'm i'm happy to land on a great for the finale after a couple decents. so that's where we are steve where you landing classic or is give that a, it a classic? oh Whoa. wow okay <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I do want to give it a classic. I, I loved how sweet and, and beautiful that cold open was. I loved how great some of these sketches were. I loved how absurd some were. I loved how clever some were. Uh, I loved the performances of all my favorite cast members. I loved the performance of this first time host that freaking killed it. The musical guest was provocative and fun and, uh, was basically a, a big headline of the year just to give this kind of a timestamp for the, for the classic yeah. ages Uh choke swap. Holy crap. What don't we have? We got Kate crying. We got uh people saying they're going to leave in so many words. There's so much juice.
0: <laughs>
1: I could go on, but I, I feel like after the whole year we had, and the way they capped it off, the season that's gonna represent that, uh yeah, this is gonna be one for the ages.
0: that's fair now I feel bad about it. <laughs> it 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 was definitely a really good episode, and i'm yeah, yeah, I think they they definitely went out of season forty six with a bang mm-hmm. and um, yeah,
1: you don't feel bad, you feel great about it. I just I feel be- classic <laughs> yeah
0: Nailed I'm, it. I'm 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 thrilled with this, you know. I'm I'm intrigued to see what comes next. If we're going into a sort of a rebuilding phase, there's definitely no closure on that, but I think they they really capture the season off with a lot of great energy, great sketches, and in a great way. And I'm sad to see it go. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks to Charlotte O'Trimba and Steve Finn. And thanks as well to our most generous patrons, Sam Bowers, Neil Weinstein, Justin Gardner, Grace Cogan, and Brian Clark. If you're enjoying our show, please subscribe on YouTube or wherever better podcasts can be found. Your subscription helps us grow, and your support is greatly appreciated. We'll be back soon for our post-season 46 extravaganza, but until then, this. Has been episode number 138, the Saturday Night Live After Party Podcast. I'm Catherine Coleman, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it.